So at this time we've come together to practice uh, mental cultivation. We've come together to do merit, to do goodness, to practice generosity as well. These are important types of wealth for male and female lay disciples that are close to the Buddha sasana, the Buddha's dispensation. For those with faith that's firm and well-established in the Buddha, the Dhamma, and the Sangha, who have this achara, sata, a faith that is unwavering and stable. So the Buddha, the knower of the three worlds, has taught us that this uh, Dhamma practice is a way of paying homage, and it's a way to enter the heartwood of the Dhamma, the essence of the Dhamma. So this path of practice that we've been taught is the way to the essence of the Dhamma. It's the way to cut off uh, craving, uh, tanha, craving for all types of worldly wealth, material things. And it's normal in the world that when we receive wealth, when we obtain wealth, then we attach to it, we have love for it. But then we have this uh, clinging and worry and concern for these uh, material things. And all the way up until our last breath, uh, we cling to these material things, but we can't bring any of them with us when we pass on. So the Buddha uh, knew this clearly and taught accordingly. And there's one example of a male lay disciple, a merchant who sold things in the city. And the Buddha, the knower of the three worlds, saw that this lay disciple was close to death. It was coming time for him to die. But this lay disciple wasn't uh, thinking properly, was uh, too attached to the material things in the world. And so the Buddha told Venerable Ananda to go uh, visit this lay disciple and give him a, a teaching. And this male lay disciple had a lot of faith in the Buddha. He was also familiar with Venerable Ananda. And so Venerable Ananda taught this layman that life is uncertain, that our lives are not long here in the world. And this layman considered uh, Venerable Ananda must have come here for a reason. It's not that he is just speaking uh, playfully or for fun, but he's speaking with uh, purpose and with cause. And so considering this, the layman uh, contemplated that all wealth in the world, everything he's obtained, uh, all of these things have no real value because in the end he has to throw them all away when he dies. And reflecting in this way, his mind was able to gather together and cut off the three fetters of attachment to rites and rituals, uh, attachment to identity view, skeptical doubt. And he realized uh, sotapanna stream entry, meaning he entered the stream of the Dhamma, that stream which is peaceful, which is cool. So we see that he realized stream entry as a layperson so therefore, for ourselves, we build this quality of merit, of goodness, 
and we practice to make ourselves firm in heedfulness, we contemplate that our lives are uncertain, it's something that's not sure. It's possible to live to 80 or 100 years old, but it's not sure. So therefore we practice to build merit, to do goodness, to practice generosity, to practice virtue, sila, and to care for the five precepts as a, a constant practice in our lives and to have a generosity, virtue, and meditation to bring about this firm and stable collectedness of mind, samadhi. Then with the arising of samadhi, then we can contemplate to give rise to wisdom, to cut off the kilesas, the defilements, and to cut them off uh, for good as well. And so cutting off these first three fetters, the realization of stream entry, it's something that's not hard to do. Uh, male and female lay disciples are able to achieve this. And so we see that the Lord Buddha praised the uh, homage, paying homage through one's practice because the Buddha doesn't need our material offerings, doesn't need material things. So therefore we pay homage, we puja with our Dhamma practice, which gives rise to great value in our own hearts and minds. And this Dhamma practice and realizing the Dhamma in our minds uh, this practice is not beyond our ability. It's not beyond our capacity. And so whatever work we do, we do that work to get a result. And we practice, and we practice the Dhamma, and we seek the truth. Because in our hearts that are untrained, there is this wrong view. So we have to make effort and persevere to change these wrong views to right views. Because in the heart with wrong view, there's, there's love, there's hate, there's delusion, uh, greed, aversion, and ignorance. They're all there. So we practice to train ourselves in virtue. And while we still have greed, aversion, and delusion, we practice to have mindfulness uh, over our minds and to contemplate that these lives of ours are something that's uncertain and unsure. We contemplate that all materiality and mentality, the body-mind process is ever-changing. And so we practice to cut off this clinging to uh, sense phenomena and realize stream entry. And this uh, stream entry, Sotapanna, has uh, different levels. For a stream enter with a weaker level of parami, of spiritual virtues, upon death, they'll go to the deva world. And then upon exiting the deva world, the heavenly world, they return to the human state. And it goes back and forth like this for at most seven lifetimes. There's no eighth life. And in each birth, there's still greed, there's still aversion, and still delusion. But mindfulness and wisdom arise from listening or from studying, like studying the texts. And upon seeing the noble truth of dukkha, then wisdom arises, knowledge arises, clear insight arises, 
and then such an individual uh, continues practicing on. And in the end, their parami becomes higher and higher. And their time in the cycle of birth and death, their time in samsara decreases. So this is the first type. And for the second type of stream enter with a higher level of parami, then upon exiting the human realm, they may go to the deva realm, the heavenly worlds, and then back to the human realm. But they'll have no more than three lifetimes like this. And then at the end, they'll realize arahantship, full awakening. And after that, there's no more rebirth, no more becoming. And such an individual sees the body and mind, all materiality and mentality as not self, not a me, not a mine, not a you, not a yours. And they destroy the kilesas, the defilements, destroy the fetters which bind the mind to birth and death. And so, so this is a mind that has a, a subtler, a mind that's to a subtler level. And the third type of stream enter is a eka piti, or one uh, a stream enter with just one more lifetime. Whether in the if they die from the human world, they may go to the deva realm, and then that's their last birth in that deva realm. There's no more rebirth after that. And such an individual has nibbana as the object of their mind. And what they see is they see that birth, this process of birth is something that's completely full of suffering. And so they have no more desire for birth anymore. And birth just leads to uh, chaos and agitation and trouble. And so their mind, they develop it to a higher and higher level. So this is the third type. So for ourselves, we practice to follow the Buddha's teachings. It's something that we're able to do. We practice the path of generosity, virtue, and mental cultivation. Practice this Noble Eightfold Path to have this path within our hearts, the path of virtue, collectedness, and wisdom, and this path which brings us to be able to see the Dhamma. Because we see that we need to have understanding, we need to have wisdom arise, And for wisdom to arise, we need this quality of samadhi, of collectedness of mind. And for this quality of samadhi to be firm and stable, how do we do this? Because usually the mind lacks the quality of stability and firm application. The mind is constantly thinking about the past, the present, and the future all the time. So for the mind to be firm and stable, We need a kamatana, a meditation object, such as the chant praising the qualities of the Buddha, itibiso, bhagava, arhang, sama, sambuddho, and so on, up to buddho, bhagavati. So we can chant this. Or we, and there's many chants that praise the qualities of the Buddha, the virtues of the Buddha. And we can, can chant these various chants and the words may gradually re- reduce until the end. In the end, we're just chanting one word, like Bhutto. And we can see that all the chants, all the praises gather together in this one word of Bhutto. 
So we see the word arahang means one who is far from the kilesas, from the defilements. And we see that the mind of the Buddha was bhuto, it's the knower, the one who knows, the joyful one, the awakened one. So there's no need to doubt about this path. Uh, don't have any doubts about it. Use the meditation word bhuto, and this is something that we all can do. Whether we're traveling far, or we're sitting, standing, walking, or lying down, we have mindfulness with all our activities, mindfulness with all our postures, such as sitting, standing, walking, and lying down. So in all these activities and postures, we have our meditation word bhuto uh, with us as well. And we make it so that the mind and bhuto become one. And when this happens, the mind is bright and peaceful and at ease. The mind is far from the five hindrances which obscure the mind. At this point, the mind doesn't have thoughts of hurting or harming or attraction or aversion. This is the mind with right view. The body and speech are restrained within the bounds of sila, virtue, and samadhi is firmly established. And we have mindfulness to recollect our meditation word to make the mind firm and stable. And in the end, the meditation word goes away on its own. We don't force it or control it in any way, but it just happens on its own. So this is the mind with samadhi, with the word bhuto. And when the meditation word naturally goes away on its own, the mind has rapture, happiness, and bliss, and fullness. And when these rapture, happiness, and fullness arise, this is when samadhi is uh, firm. And it can be a kanaka samadhi, a temporary samadhi, or upajara samadhi, which is a samadhi that's close to one-pointedness. This upajara or neighborhood samadhi is when the body and mind are light and the mind is suitable to contemplate. We may be walking and when the body feels very light, like it doesn't have hardly any weight to it. Or when we sit down, we might feel like we're floating. This is how one feels. And when one exits that state of samadhi, the state of samadhi degrades, then at that point we contemplate. And Lumpucha taught to contemplate the body. Where is the self to be found? Is the self to be found in the hair of the head, the hair of the body, the nails, the teeth, the skin? Is the self found in the in and out breathing? So when the mind is peaceful and collected, then wisdom arises, and we see that it's not, not a me, not a mind, not a self. We see this clearly. The body is just a pile of earth, a pile of water, a pile of fire, and a pile of air. Where is the self to be found? It's not there. There's no lay person, there's no monastic, there's no me, there's no you, or them, or theirs. And so why get angry? Why get jealous? Why uh, get lost in hatred or harming? Why cling to the sense of self? Because we see that in reality it's not self, not a me, a mine, a you, or a yours. 
So this clear knowing arises. And we see that the benefit of generosity is uh, virtue, a sila. And the benefit of sila is samadhi that's firmly established. And when samadhi is well established, then this gives rise to wisdom. And wisdom brings our heart to vimuti, to freedom, to liberation. So therefore we train our minds uh, and practice to train them well and to do this a lot. We may have a lot of work and many duties in our lives, but when we have a day off, such as Saturday or Sunday, then we're determined in our Dhamma practice. So at this time we're building a, a sala, a hall, for this purpose of Dhamma practice. And about 30 people will be able to gather within this building and practice uh, all the time, practice to the fullness of their capacity. They'll practice in silence as well. They'll have plenty of time to do sitting and walking meditation to practice cultivating their minds. And this is the way to give rise to clear knowledge. So we all need to train our minds. So we come together to help build this this building, this dwelling. And we practice to train our minds as well, to make our minds firm and collected, to give rise to wisdom. And this leads to firm belief in the teachings of the Buddha. And we see that the Buddha's teachings are one, they're not two. We see that absolutely everything is samuti, is convention. That all things are not self, not a me, not a mine, a you or yours. And we see this clearly in our own hearts. And upon this clear seeing, then no doubts are left in the heart. Uh, did the Buddha really exist? Does the Dhamma exist? Does freedom from suffering exist? We don't have any doubts about this anymore because we've seen clearly uh, not self, not me, mine, you or yours. We've seen the Dhamma, we've seen the Buddha in our own hearts. At this point, faith is firm and unwavering in the Buddha's dispensation and the Buddha's teachings. So therefore we should hurry up and practice. We shouldn't simply let go of our lives to be of no use to us, but we should seek out this quality of uh, collectedness and unification of mind, of samadhi. Because we've walked these worldly paths, walked these worldly ways a lot already. So at this time we practice mental cultivation to train our minds. Because it's a rare opportunity to have this belief and faith in the Buddha's teachings. The Buddha taught that those who are interested in practicing the Dhamma are like the two horns of a cow, and those who aren't interested are like the many hairs on the cow. So for ourselves who are interested in Dhamma practice, we practice to cultivate samadhi, because we need this quality of samadhi, uh, which is the way to bring us to freedom from suffering. So may you practice like this, Cultivate your minds like this. Practice generosity, 
virtue in samadhi, to make samadhi firm. Don't doubt about this practice. This is the way to freedom. There's just this one way uh, to freedom from suffering, this path of virtue, collectedness, and wisdom. This is the one and only way to bring the mind to see the truth of reality, to see the Dhamma in our own hearts. And we see Nibbana in this very heart of ours right here. And this is the path to cut off clinging, to let go of the causes of suffering. And this path of letting go is the fastest way to realize the truth, which is what Lung Pu Cha taught. So we practice to see this for ourselves. In the beginning, we may, we may not have the quality of samadhi, of collectedness. So in that case, we use our meditation word a lot. We do a lot of sitting and a lot of walking practice. We practice a lot, cultivate our minds a lot in order to bring our minds to samadhi. And this is something that's not beyond our ability. We need to have the quality of effort and perseverance to repeat Bhutto a lot in our minds, to give rise to samadhi, which leads to wisdom. And then we're able to let go. Then we're able to see not self, the quality of not me, not mine, not you or yours. We see that there's really no self to be found, just these elements of earth, air, fire, and water. No matter how much we seek the self, we can't find it. So practicing in this way is the way to realize the freedom from suffering. And at this point, the mind uh, doesn't wish harm on any being, has no greed, no aversion, no delusion. This is a mind that's pure, has realized the fruits of the Dhamma. And even if we just see this uh, temporarily for a brief time, this pure mind, we'll see well, just how much happiness and joy it brings us. The mind is very fresh and uplifted. And the mind without being trained has the suffering of greed, aversion, and delusion. So therefore, may you do a lot of study, a lot of practice, train your minds a lot. So I offer my rejoicing with all of you, and may you uh, see the Dhamma in your own hearts. May you realize worldly wealth, the wealth of heaven, the wealth of Nibbana. May you have long life, beauty, happiness, strength, and quick-wittedness. May you all realize the paths and fruits of Nibbana. <laughs>